This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. from around the world and around the globe. This is Edwin Newman. Oh, sorry. You know, I interviewed Edwin Newman once, and he corrected every grammatical mistake. I mean, was it, he wrote the book. What was it? What was it? Remember the book he wrote? It was something on grammar. Uh, as I say, or it was some... If it ain't wrong, don't fix it. Something like No, I don't think that was it. Uh, but Edwin Newman, when he was with NBC, in fact, he popped up... Oh, you know what it was? I was watching... What's his name? Edwin uh, Newman. Edwin Newman. N-E-W... M A N Edwin Edwin Newman, uh, and he was uh, he was just in a movie that was replaying that I watched again. It was from the seventies or something where he was given a recap of the news. So he was it was an actual uh, a piece of footage from when he was on NBC. And when I was an, an anchorman many years ago, um, he showed up and he had written his book and it, and it was I can't remember the name of it. I just just popped into my head and it was uh, uh, oh, I almost had it. all he says or so whatever. Uh, and it was a book about how Americans can't speak. We don't know, you know, we have no knowledge of anything. Oh, and we have a heart attack now. Oh my God! Oh, oh God! And this was before Ebonics even. Rap I mean, and all and that. This was, yeah. Anyway, uh, so and I remember uh, we, were, we were going to a commercial break, and I said something like, "And uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully with Edwin Newman after this uh, quick timeout." And he said, "Well, of course you misused the word hopefully." <laughs> <laughs> And, you know that was you know that was perfect. And I'm actually I'm pretty good at grammar. I mean I, I'm I'm a pretty good grammar guy and speller guy. But anyway, um, so I thought it was why the hell do I was talking about Edwin Newman? Know. God Almighty! You want to drive everybody away? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was a very nice man, um, and it was it was pretty cool. Uh, and that was many many years ago. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got so many things are going on. Uh, 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 weekend? Any uh, exciting weekend? Carl uh, Bonkis here today? I, I, I'm feeling better thanks for asking well um, i was I, 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 on your new contacts uh, i didn't i never no, want to bother I, you i completely forgot about that did you i think it's a sign of thing because the headache's almost gone and it still kind of hurts if i move my eyes too quickly i think it was just the worst sinus infection i'd ever had because i'm not as dizzy as i was you're like and, the third person i've known that what in the past week that has been dealing with a sign i have been something that blossomed or i something. had two nosebleeds in the last three days from just blowing my yeah. nose, which means that which is from the yeah. sinus and problems with my uh, blood thinners. Well, no stuff. good deed goes unpunished. I was walking more, so I was out more, and I probably was well, exposed more to something. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. It yeah, was. but I, 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 then it must be a thing in, in the Maybe air. Maybe if you wear a mask out when you walk. Well, yeah, that'd be no. great. <laughs> and let's get some video of that, please. By the way, uh, after Flounder tells us what he did for the weekend, yeah. we need to address something. Oh God, I didn't. Well, I didn't even do anything. What did I? I didn't do anything. All I, I know is for the first time a long time it wasn't me oh gee what, I, I did you know I, what I'm just I, I work my ass off doing, trying to get on this doing How this was stuff how your weekend Flounder oh criminy I was well I actually uh, what I do Saturday uh, I went over to my dad's house and hung out there we went and ate at AJ Alexander's had some steak and mahi mahi and then went home watched the Braves game passed out and around <laughs> nine ten o'clock the AC went out 
AC went out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there's a nice surprise. No, my dad's house. Oh, that's and so, uh, so you left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of joint you're running here? I thought, I thought about <laughs> See it. See <ya>, Dad. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't too bad. And then in the morning, luckily someone was able to come there. And then Sunday, uh, did uh, lounging around the house and then went to the pool and hung out with my niece and nephew. Well, that sounds kind of. And a then went to Moe's Pizza for dinner with my buddy uh, Chris Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, well, I uh, I donated a kidney and I donated half my liver and I helped the blind and I took care of some AIDS children and I uh, uh, performed several operations. Did did you uh, happen to go online at any point? Uh, No, I don't think so. You didn't have any discussions online with anybody. Did I have discussions online with anybody? I don't think so. I got up early. Got uh, my everything done, got my little podcast done and put up, and I always put it on mine, and then I put it on uh, Twitter, and then I put it on the Kimmer, er, I, I tried to put it on the Kimmer Facebook page, but what? it told me I couldn't. We have been, for the third time it looks like, we have been suspended, this time for three days. Oh, for God's sakes, for what? You previously posted something that does not follow our community standards. Like what? And I'm thinking, what the fuck did I do? But then I yeah, looked it up. Yeah, by the way, this is you doing it. <laughs> Usually it's me. No, this is you. Does the name Victoria Men's mean anything to you? No. Victoria said something, and you responded to her. All right. You said, bullshit. Good thing you didn't write Forrest Gump, or you'd have him smothered in his crib. Oh, my bitch. Stop looking at this magnificent creature. You don't deserve it. That was from like two years ago. Well, guess what? They just, she either just saw it and reported you or they just got around to it. Well, block her. How do we block her? Oh, I block her. Oh, uh, that's horseshit. You know what else is? Is that is that just like an outdated algorithm? Why is that from? It's just well, they're doing it all the time. They're going back was, years and years to oh, get so you. That's what it was. Yeah, this through. was back in the time when they were, the issue was, uh, uh, oh God, I, I remember using the example. You would have smothered Tiny Tim because he didn't meet up to your standards. It was like uh, the uh, the uh, why they put the uh, abortion clinics in black yeah. neighborhoods or something. Yeah. Well, with Forrest oh, Gump, oh no, it was she, about my horse too. Oh, That's what it was. She said, the, "Oh, yeah. if the horse has a broken leg, yeah, you need to kill him." Yeah. And I said, oh, "Yeah, you'd have, you'd have smothered Tiny Tim because he was crippled." That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I'm defending my my Jack the Good yeah. Boy by Jiminy. But so we got so now what? I can't post on my Facebook. Three days. Three days. Oh, for God's sakes! Well, I can you? Can anybody else post on it? No. no. So it shut down. It shut down. Oh, forgot. And how do we tell people? Doing this, I guess. Well, they go oh, no, on. Oh, we don't. That's the right, thing. We need to we block. How do we, we block her? We don't need Facebook. Well, but I'm so got I can't post net, and we've got. So I can't uh, post my horse videos. Not for three days, no. Not on the camera show. Your personal. Like my personal one, I can. No, oh, for God's sakes. It wasn't me. Or me. <laughs> She's the one who should be punished for trying to get me to, be, oh, to we're kill my it. horse. Well, can we take care of this woman? We'll block her. We're not going to take care of her. Yeah, no, I want to take care of her. <laughs> We're not going to have Rocco and... Uh, send a team over there. Hey, Moose, Rocky. Moose, Moose, Rocco. <laughs> Help go the visit judge her. find his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Let the woman find her fingers. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Oh, that's what a bunch of crap. I, I tell you, the, the, as soon as all this ends and, and I don't make money off Facebook anymore, I am so out of Facebook. The only reason I use a horse is to put on horse videos. I know. The only reason I'm on it is because we make money off of it. That's it. So screw them. We're making money off of them. 
Oh, my. and these are people all over the world. You know, I mean, watching the podcast and going on on the Facebook and leaving messages. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's it's ridiculous. Now, if they try to, now can they can they go on Facebook and look at stuff that's on there now? I doubt it. I don't know. Can you to try and go on there? Yeah, see if you can open it up and see what's I don't on think, there. Well, I couldn't because I'm the manager, so it won't let me. Now, can, well, the other thing is, can we put a message on there saying, by the way. I don't think so. Well, for God's no, sakes. No. I, and you know what? That's not saying that in three days they don't just go well, ahead and kick us off. I don't think we want off. this on the table. <laughs> hey, Flounder. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? The microphone uh, yeah, jack? Yeah, a mini microphone, microphone and earplugs. Yeah. yeah, that's what that is. Look, a butt plug. Look There's at that. Uh, well, get that uh, butt plug nipple clip of some kind. I, you know, people, I mean, people can go on there and you can okay. the, the live Facebook. They see us right now. So you okay, so people can go on there. Yeah, they just we just can't post. So nobody can add anything to it. Yeah, but I can't, okay. and I don't know. Maybe you can. I, don't okay. I can't. So. All right. Well, was, I'll, I'll try. I'll find out. I bet I can't because that's happened. Well, that's what and a they may bunch still of kick us bullshit. off in three days. They may say that's it. You're gone because we've done it three times now. That's not a, a, an offense to punish some. Oh, not God. only that, they, that, that's wrong because this is two years ago. These rules are made. Yeah, I mean, that's They could have been made after care. you made that comment. They don't care. These little nerds out there in Cupertino or whatever, they live for this. Hmm. They live for this. <sighs> Jesus. Well, anyway. Which is all when right. the big quake hits and they all get sucked into yeah. the Middle Earth. I ain't going to lose one minute sleep. Uh, in fact, I heard on uh, 106.3, the radio station we're affiliated with, again, if you go to thekimmershow.net, you can link up to uh, Extra 106.3. You get the free app. You can hear our podcast that they play back at noon on Saturday. I call in Friday mornings. They play that stuff. Uh, the Neil Bortzinger is connected to all that stuff on uh, with our link to the radio station. And the reason I mentioned that was a reason I don't have in my Edwin head. Edwin Newman. You wanted oh to bring Edwin Newman up. God, I remember. What the hell did I say that I was going to talk about? Oh, oh wait a minute. My hold, dear Lord. Hold on a second. Well, we, just, we were Kimmer just talking about it. Has already forgotten twice now. Atlanta Holy Custom Closets, Jesus. closetpro.net. Jesus can't help you on this. He doesn't want to. 404-255-0589. That's Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. Jesus could help you on this, but I don't think. Uh, oh, oh, well, not actually, speaking of Facebook, I forgot what I was. I, I was just talking about something, and I was going to remind him to look at it. Anyway, God, I hate when I do this. Um, for some reason, speaking of Facebook. Yes, sir. Um, uh, oh, I, I, I'm not, on my message app. On my phone, I opened up my message app, and I got a message from, I think it was Michael, somebody, whatever. And on the bottom of the message, it said, um, order confirmed or not now. Have you ever had that pop? I know, but what the hell is it? It's a a bot ad. It's it's, it's bullshit. And I I did, or I put not now or something, but all of a sudden, it keeps popping up like order confirmed, uh, 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 ignore not how many times have we told you not to respond? But what, now, what have I done? I didn't do anything. I put not, you know, and, and it's still popping up. Now, did I, did I just buy something? Am I going to get a yeah. bill for a house or a freaking car or something or a ski do or whatever? They're at your place right now, Ranch. Jeez, I mean, what the hell? You know, I, I mean, this is, you know, I, just, I hate every, I hate everybody and everything right now. I just, it's not, <laughs> that's not good. Confirm here, not now. And, oh, well, confirm later. No, I don't confirm anything. I never touched it. I know. Oh, bastards. <laughs> All right, hold on. Um, 
God, I was going to say something about something. Okay. I can. All right, no, no, wait a minute. I, we're, we're good. We're good. I got a million things. Oh, oh, I was, um, I was listening on the way in, and I heard somebody talking about. That's what it was. I was listening to 106.3 on the way in, and we, we were talking about the issue, and and they would mention about it, and I'll try to remember what it was. Uh, oh, I hate this. While I'm thinking of it. Um, uh, what the hell? You haven't. I no, mean, no, I know, I know, no. Just okay. do something. I did, I did put. I did put <laughs> say it. <laughs> well, you're the one who started it. Now I'm afraid to say anything. You bailed. Never get me on my own podcast. Um, um, uh, I did. I sent. Put this on Facebook, and I'm not sure whether I sent it to you guys personally. Uh, for the first time ever, I believe I used my credit card, my Visa card at the gas pump because I haven't gotten my replacement Exxon card yet because I canceled it when I thought I lost my wallet. So I can't, I don't have my card's no good. So I threw it away. So for the first time ever, I used my Visa card at a gas pump, a place where I would, I only, I've only used Visa if I'm going to a store, I'm out of town, I want to charge it, I use my Visa card. But I've never used it to buy gas or to buy groceries at Publix or, you know, I, you I just don't it? do uh, stuff like that. You I shake just, the thing? What? The Did, thing you put in, yeah, you I put shake it. it. Yeah. Shake it to make sure it's not going to fall off in your hand. Oh, yeah. No, I know. The, the, the card reader. In fact, they had those at ATMs, too. Remember the scam on that one, too. And actually, I do that because I saw one at a gas station. Yeah, I always do. And it, yeah, it looked like it. Anyway, um, so, oh, uh, so I, I put the card in, and it said approved, and I pumped the gas, and where it stopped, I put the thing back in the pump, and I looked at the gauge, and the amount of gallons I bought was 7777. Cash four. Popped up. On its own, without me even real, and, and I real, and I said, "Oh my God!" And so I, I you know, and I, and I, <laughs> so I put, I did a little Facebook thing, and I had a little uh, Kimmer's, uh, you know, Easter egg, a hidden little thing there, uh, for my guide of my uh, pointer. Um, anyway, um, so I mentioned it on Facebook, and I got some reaction from a bunch of people, uh, and I have to be, I'll, I'll tell you this too, when I put the card in there. Mm-hmm. I actually, I kind of held my breath. I said, I hope I'm just not going to come back to bite me. I just, I don't like doing it. I, it's not, I, you have to drag me into this whole, uh, anyway. Uh, so I actually was uh, holding my breath. And when I got the 7777, um, I got a bunch of, uh, of uh, messages from people saying that's the, that's an angel number. And uh, it says you will, uh, what does the 7777 angel number mean? Get some insight into what the future may hold and show you which path to take. In its essence, 7777 stands for wisdom, motivation, perseverance. Thus, if you keep seeing it, you should take it as a sign you need to persevere and keep going down the road you have chosen. On your deathbed, you will receive <laughs> you total, receive consciousness. total consciousness. So I got or that going for me. It could be the four random numbers that just popped up. Today. Well, now see that. Now, why in the world? I'm, we're talking angel things and past and stuff. By the way, I I, uh, I just thought of this. this is stupid too. By the way, all right, you're going to have to edit this whole. Getting <laughs> of the getting. <laughs> the whole thing so far. What we wasted twelve minutes. <laughs> Talking about filler. <laughs> Oh, in case we ever need it, you mean? Oh. <laughs> All right, let me. I'm doing a little a little trick with you. Um, I mentioned before that if, if any 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 man of a certain age, if he hears the phrase Joey. You know, <laughs> we all know from airplane. Joey, have you ever been in a Turkish prison? All those kind of things. A couple other things struck me uh, when I when I read this. Um, the word 
if I say the word, oh, well, I, I, first as a setup, a few years ago, I think this happened to me too. Whenever I hear the song by Sheena Easton, um, uh, the, Take the Morning Train, what is it? What's the name of that song? If I'm take the morning train, I'm working nine to five again. What the hell's the name Who of that? Who sings that? Uh, Sheena Easton. Let's keep it that <laughs> Thank way. Thank you. Anyway, when she plays that song, I think of one thing in my head that I can't get out of my head if I hear that song. What? The Seinfeld episode when George is pretending to be handicapped and the girl's walking oh, down yeah. the hall carrying him and he's tripping people with a cane. Remember, you remember that scene? Yeah. And if I'm gonna take the morning train. <laughs> and that was the song played. And if I hear that song, I think of that episode of Seinfeld. What a ridiculous thing to pop into my head. When I when I read this this morning, when I'm writing this, when I was writing my stuff down here, and I actually quoted this little angel phrase, and it said, You need to persevere. Do you know what happens when I hear, you know what I think of when I hear the word persevere? No. Outlaw Josie Wales. And the famous Indian chief where he says, they gave us these costumes and these fine medals and told us to persevere, to persevere. And I'll never forget, he was telling that to, uh, to uh, Josie Wales, Clint Eastwood. Anyway, that's how this uh, crazy mind works. Okay, uh, a quick shout out to somebody. Have you ever heard of a company called Junk? Luggers. No. Junk luggers. I'm driving down 400. Everybody, by the way, uh, 400 way up, farther up north. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, there's some cops up there, but people are going fast. And I, you know, I'm, I'm in the right-hand lane doing probably 80, you know, in traffic. I mean, you know, um, and coming up beside me is a truck, big, like a big yellow and orange uh, 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 panel, big, uh, you know. <laughs> and it's and I, and I, and I, and, I, and he's kind of right next to me and there's no way that it's, you you stay right next to somebody unless you want to get their attention either you're passing or you're not but if there's open road in front of you and there was open road about him so 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 finally i hear the because eh, eh, you know doing it fast you can't hear anything so i rolled down the window and there's some guy leaning out the window of this junk uh, uh junk luggers uh, screaming something about the Marine Corps and something, and I wonder if he was if he was a podcast listener. So, and I, for some reason, I got the idea that he was saying something about the podcast. So I don't I, I don't know who you are, and they went we went blowing by me. <laughs> anyway, if you're the junk luggers, uh, good to t- good to see you. Uh, and I, I guess it was was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday afternoon. Um, and maybe you can join us as a sponsor because we have uh, room for, for several sponsors here in the podcast. Anyway, so hello to Junk Luggers. Um, did you see? Oh, oh, a couple of things. And, and by the way, we'll talk. I, you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of issues, but we're going to talk about them. Uh, you want to talk about Janet Yellen? I love Janet Yellen. I think she needs to be punished to go to jail. Denver's uh, embarrassing itself on police force in high schools. Now, what do you hear what they've done again? Um, uh, the uh, the greatest of all time cop story turns out to be the goat of a different kind. Also, whipped cream in New York can make you get a, a serious fine. But first, Barry sent a video. I don't know if you saw this. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't. I didn't see it on the news. Of course, I don't watch anything but Fox once in a while. Uh, President Potato Head was speaking to reporters, and Dr. Jill. You know, she's a doctor of uh, Cuckoldry and community colleges. Dr. Jill comes up behind him grabs both his shoulders and pulls him backwards while he's speaking. Yeah. Did you see that? That's dangerous. This is two things at once. I mean, did, I mean, he's he's still talking and she's just, you know, uh, let's move back here. I mean, she's just what? moving him back like a 4-year-old, 
you know, technically uh, that's the United States. Traffic. The Secret Service could get involved with that, couldn't they? She, I mean, did you? You got to look at this video. Well, I think I sent it to you. She was doing it for a better camera shot, probably. But well, even so, I mean, the the I mean, it was like treating him like a little puppy or something. Oh, yeah. oh my God! But it's not. I mean, I, I, and I, I did see another. Somebody finally on NBC, an NBC reporter, I think on MSNBC, was saying. Uh, you know, a lot of people are pretty upset about the way it's going to hurt. I mean, there's starting to be some rumblings among the media, uh, perhaps. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, uh, Bill Maher uh, just got roasted by some other people. I think he was well, talking. He went to off. Him and Rob head. Reiner went yeah. after it. Uh, no, we do, we haven't played that yet. That's just isn't that no. just from this week? Maybe uh, if we have some of that flounder, maybe a little. That we played this morning. Yeah, can we, let's yeah, play that. That was pretty. We'll, we'll do that. Reiner and Klobuchar defending the media. Oh, Both of them aghast. That aghast that Bob well, Maher even brought up the can, possibility can, can that the media I mean, might be leftist. Has that really been proven? Yeah. yeah, they said it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, we'll so play it. My father was a reporter, God. and I don't think oh, this is, you know, they're all pretty objective. Uh, it's, it's like, what? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> it's hysterical. But, I, but again, she's actually moving him backwards like a... Uh, 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 I, I couldn't. I couldn't freaking believe it. Um, a couple of quick things, and we, and we got some newsy stuff. I got all the newsy stuff. Uh, first of all, they, they postponed the space shot. I've totally lost interest in uh, the space program for some reason. I, well, if NASA knew what they were doing, they would call Elon Musk. Well, there you are. <laughs> and again, how's it I mean, possible I mean, 50 years after the moon landing, we still can't get to get the rocket up in the air? I, I don't know, whatever. Because you had all those Democrats screaming, we've got so many problems here on Earth that yeah. we have to fix first. Oh, Screw God. that. You've had uh, 3,000 years to get that fixed. Let's yeah. go to Mars. And all your power. Yeah, absolutely. It was trending a little bit that you know, the, the moon landing was fake. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I saw a show the other day that, that basically that uh, they got up there and they were met by aliens and everything. They made a pretty compelling case for it. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, Ozzy Osbourne has put his house up for sale. They're leaving eighteen million dollars. They're leaving to go back to England. He says, "Oh, America's too crazy with all the gunfire. You kids are getting killed every day with all you crazy gunfire people." And his goofball wife Sharon says, "Well, there's nothing united about the United States of America." Well, she's <laughs> yes, right. because you liberals, that's she's exactly right. correct. And we know exactly who to blame, too. The divider-in-chief. And even worse back than together. Tat. I hate their, their worldview and our worldview does not have room no. for compromise. No, no, no. It, no, in fact, that's the point. It's, it's, there's no way There's no way that I, I have confidence that I will ever be able to have a meaningful discussion with a true liberal and keep it civil. I mean, it's, no. I, I can't do it. I won't be able to do it. Uh, in fact, I, 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 you know, I, I've told you I go on Twitter once maybe once a day just in case I don't know what's going on and I whatever and I'm scrolling down and I see nothing really interests me and I don't really care about it but I did see it said Ashley Babbitt and I thought well I wonder what's going on there maybe they've done some investigation whatever so I opened up a little thing Ashley Babbitt on my on the Twitter thing and I don't even know how it started but according to the the Twitter comments Ashley Babbitt uh, is a traitor uh, she's a murderer. She got what she deserved. She was a dupe by the by the uh, white supremacists and the Donald Trump. Uh, camp. I'm thinking, oh my God! I mean, it was so vicious. I couldn't even read it. Would you, Reiner and Klobuchar both on the Mar show talked about the armed insurrection. Look who the was uh, armed. Was no, yeah, the only people who were armed were the, were the cop who shot the, right. Ashley Babbitt in the neck. And they for kept no reason. saying it and kept saying no the guns. armed insurrection. What armed yeah. insurrection? And it wasn't an insurrection either. There'd have been dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> I mean. 
I mean, it's just, well, you want to play it. And they just get, get away that? with it. Yeah, let's, let, let's, yeah, Plowner, can you, have you got time to get that? They were talking about Hunter Biden's laptop, which was a story, and now all the mainstream press has finally admitted it was a real story. It was a real laptop with, now look, let's not pussyfoot around this. He was selling the influence of his father, Joe Biden. I mean, most political sons do. Let's not pretend that at least wasn't going on. So Sam Harris says it was appropriate. For, it was appropriate for Twitter and the heads of big tech and the heads of journalistic organizations to feel that they were in the presence of something that is a once-in-a-lifetime moral emergency, meaning Trump. So he's saying it's okay to have a conspiracy to get rid of somebody as bad as Trump. It's a little bit of a thorny question because no, once you go down this road, bit. this is sort of where we are in this country. The other side is so evil, anything is justified in preventing them from taking office. Is it? Uh, no. You know what's not justified? Using armed violence <laughs> to try to kill people in the Capitol. That's not justified. Answer this question. Huh? Is it, was it, answer this question. Well, it is was the appropriate? The question is, was, was it press? appropriate to bury the Hunter Biden? You're talking about the press doing the, that? He's saying that's what they did, and that is what they did. They buried the Hunter Biden story before the election because they were like, we can't risk having the election thrown to Trump. We'll tell them after the election. Well, and, and we know for a fact that that's what they did? <laughs> of course. You no, don't but follow I'm this. Saying you you gotta... know for a fact that okay. that's what they did? I don't know what they did. I know, because you only watch MSNBC. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Well, then you would know about this. I do know about that. Well, you're acting I like you I do. I do know about that, and I do watch Fox. But the point is, uh, you, you, uh, we're going to prove now that, they, that, they, that the, the press uh, played, you know, tried to... They're admitting it. They're, the press is a, admitting it. Yes, that's not even an issue anymore. They're saying, yes, we basically did this because we didn't want this to throw the election. Boom. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and Slippery they slope. still, I, I, I mean, it's just, and, and again, I, 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 the problem is nobody really cares. I mean, we do because we're of a certain age. We're in the news business. We've been, you know, news people and junkies and so forth. But, you know, uh, you know, my, my kids aren't involved in this issue. They don't talk about it. They don't watch it on the news. They go about their lives doing their things. I think most Americans, I, I, you know, I don't think anybody really gives a damn. I don't think they care. I think we're in such a terrible malaise. Uh, there's so much division that they, they just are ignoring it How do you it fix it? Because the entire government's against you, I, the I entire know. media's against you, the entire pub popular culture's against you. You at one point you just throw up your hands and say we've lost. Well, now that I mean, we mentioned before that we know they took Hollywood a long time ago, and now and they've got the major media, and, they've, an and they've got and they got big tech. They have they have advertising in the media and magazines and TV and radio and Hollywood and movies and films, but and and, and advertising and the the worst thing to happen is is the explosion of big tech. And Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, I mean, oh, my God. Uh, Amazon, I mean, the, the immense nature of things you do on your phone and, and on your computer. And, and then and now they've got the military. Um, uh, Silly Millie, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of, of Staff, uh, is now uh, tell the Army, well, I'll I tell you what, <clears throat> if we, we can't get any good recruits because they're fat and lazy, let's give them another 90 days to kind of get it together. So they're having the, the famous Second Chance program now, which is, you know— <laughs> 
Okay, fine. But, <laughs> but still, I guess they have to work on the use of their pronouns. They're, you know, they, they now have uh, uh, activities planned and demanded by uh, uh, upper-ranking officers to make sure that people know they're not, not to be offended, uh, uh, to offend anybody if they're using the wrong pronouns. I, was, I can't believe it. Sanity. I can't believe it. I, I don't know what I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, all right, hold on. Um, I want to talk about holy crap at sports. I, I'm guessing later today. Already did. Are you already? Oh my god! See, I couldn't get it on your Facebook page because I still can't believe that's so wrong. It's just so wrong. So Again, wrong. what you need to do is you need to let me know, and we can get it on the KimmerShow.net, and then I can go to that link and get it. Oh, that's right a great idea. That I get oh, oh, thank you. Anyway, uh, well, I mean, that's just, and again, she wanted me to, well, whatever. Okay, uh, so Holy Pepper Sports, do you have a lead? Uh, For the first time ever, I didn't hear one siren during the East Lake golf tournament. <laughs> you know, there used siren. to be a lottery. There used Woo. to be. I play, well, I, I want to talk about that, too. In fact, I got a, a bunch I of I grew up about, around over there. And, uh, yeah. Well, you know. a, a little Vietnam is what they called it. Oh, no. It wasn't Vietnam. It was the hood. Well, no, but it was called Little Vietnam. <laughs> Who was calling it that? East Lake, everybody. The, the black people that lived there weren't everybody. calling it that. Everybody calling it Little Vietnam. Maybe Everybody. you golfers were, but everything else yeah. was the we, hood. We golfers, well, the golf, the, the white male golfers <laughs> I remember were. Columbia Mall, Avondale Mall. Oh, well, that's Walmart. the whole thing. But, but, I have relatives buried in that parking lot. Okay, I mean, but, but the, the neighborhood at the golf course was called Little course. Vietnam. Okay. Anyway, uh, and, and, and by the way, a couple of very touching well, they things. Keep a, they're good law, uh, landscapers because that, that place looked beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Yeah. And Atlanta, the overhead shot, Yeah, this actually looked like oh, yeah. a nice place no, to live. I know. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know. <laughs> what a disgraceful <laughs> misappropriation of actuality. Oh, by the way, while yes. you're doing that, yes. I'm going to model uh, this year's uh, line of Manuel Noriega's Panama collection. I was going to say, what the hell? You walk in here with your uh, short actions and the old... Uh, I haven't seen that a shirt like that in 30 years. It was my dad's shirt, man. I love this shirt. Well, the thing is, is those are those are back in style. Those are vintage. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, whenever uh, the final wife and I used to go, we used to take a lot of vacations. We usually go to Mexico because it's an hour, twenty minute flight, and you're on the beach in two hours. Uh, But whenever we went on vacation anywhere to the beach, I wore nothing but Hawaiian shirts. I love them. Just throw them on, and you're, that's, you know, I don't give a shit how you live. It doesn't matter. Just that's what you did. Uh, anyway, uh, boy, I'm sure glad I thought about that. Yeah. Hey, I think I'll take another vacation with maybe another girl. Uh, no more blondes. Oh, sorry. Oh, forget the whole thing. I'll get a nice Puerto Rican girl. Settle down. Uh, but first... Don't forget, uh, uh, I mentioned going to thekimmershow.net. If you would like to join us as a sponsor, much like our good friends and our longtime sponsors, Wise RV Glass, W-I-S-E, Wise RV Glass, a sponsor not only of the podcast, but also the Facebook page when, we, we, when, when we're able to operate it. Um, <laughs> sorry, Wise RV Glass, I owe you. Uh, anyway, if you have an RV or a motor coach or a camper, something like that, and you have any kind of a glass issue, they'll come and fix it for you. And I say they'll come to you because that's what they do. It's an all-mobile service. 
even a, a, a rear view mirror that's cracked or has a little spider web or something or a fogged up double pane window or even those hard to find one piece flat windshields in some of the RVs and so forth, whatever. It is. And, and don't be afraid of, you know, oh, it's only a rear view mirror. That's what they do. They, they'll fix it. And it's all mobile. They come to you. Save you time and money. Put it right in your own window frame. All mobile service. No job is too small or too big. If you have a fleet of vehicles and add some damage in the windows or whatever, they'll take care of all that for you. Wise RV Glass. Uh, Dad Carl uh, is retired, but son Russell's uh, running the things in full swing. There's a really great company business. Here's a phone number. You want to give him a call. Area 470-345-6521. That's wiservglass.com. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. And uh, thank you uh, so much. Got breaking news. All right. Uh, Georgia tight end Eric Gilbert involved in a car accident on the campus over there in Athens. Ooh. And they've got their car all jacked up here. It doesn't say how bad it is. He's okay. His white Mercedes was totaled. Oh. Oh, I guess he's got the NIL going. In fact, I just I brought in the Sports Illustrated uh, uh, football issue, uh, and, and it's a big one uh, to, to give to Pete. Excuse, excuse me? Uh, well, no, I mean, it's a double, it's a, one of those big, you know, it's college football and pros or whatever. Uh, so, and they were talking about uh, the, but here, here's what's amazing to me. They, they mentioned a couple of schools, in particular Texas A&M, and it talked about how uh, Alabama's coaches said they're buying all their players and so forth. They are. Not once have they mentioned how much the kids are getting. No one said a word. I, I, how much is it? I Five? saw figures. There's a kid at Tennessee who hasn't played squat. He's got $8 million over three years. And Are you serious? And Herb Street says, look, NIL was supposed to be for the Bryce Youngs who have accomplished something so they get recompense yeah. for, for yeah. who they are and their name. It wasn't supposed to be, okay, this week I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee offered me this. Now, now I'm going to go to Starkville and Mississippi State's going to offer me this. That's not how it was yeah. supposed to work, which is why Congress will probably step in yeah. well, because they of crap like to. this. Well, you're, you're, you're corrupting the, whole, the entire – a top tier of college football and only the top six or seven can afford or, or just guys. make it perfect i mean or, or, honestly i just think they should make the you know the division one the big big time charlie just make it semi-pro and say so and uh, work out your i think they've you done know, that yeah i mean 
basically. And the minor league ball players are now going to unionize. So how soon yeah. before the college football players yeah, well, unionize? I mean, Jesus, oh, you got to be kidding me. I did see, I, I, one, I forgot what, I might have been University of Tennessee, but that may not be right. Uh, one, uh, some yeah, University of Tennessee. Uh, some, doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> they have a university? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Vanderbilt went there by mistake. I thought we were in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Kentucky. Um, anyway, um, uh, one company has paid every single scholarship player twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. Every one of them gets yeah. twenty five grand. But you know that to me, okay. you know that's that's fine. Honestly, to me, I think that's a great idea because you know, college kids. If, if you're on scholarship, you're not allowed to have a job. Uh, and so if you're on scholarship and you're, if you're poor yeah, and you get a scholarship, you can't take your girlfriend to, to the movies or yeah. buy a pizza. So, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that. But $8 million. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. It hasn't done anything. Well, what are they going to offer Archie Bunk, a, a, a Manning's nephew kid or whatever? I've got a clone. Grandchild. I don't know what the hell Arch Manning. Arch Manning. Well, Texas already has him. So I don't know what he got. Oh, my God. Well, you know. If it's legal, I think it's wrong, but it's legal. They're going to have to do something. They have to. The colleges either will sit down and figure this out, the ads, and they'll probably end up with a czar of college football, kind of like a commissioner. Yeah. Or it's going to be the wild, wild west gone insane, and Congress will step in. And you don't want that to happen. Especially if Democrats do it. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe don't know not. I don't. Maybe not. Anyway. Well, let's do a little uh, holy crap at sports. Best podcast, sportscast in America. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How much pressure would be on you if you knew you're it came down to one hole yeah. for eighteen million dollars. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can the you putt? and of course the first Scheffler puts it in the bunker. Uh, <laughs> Rory hits the tent and almost kills somebody. Yeah. I don't think of course they did. I couldn't stop watching the last thing. And and, and one of the guy was in fourth place had a putt for like six million bucks. M was it M? <laughs> yeah, M I M. A Korean kid. I'm, his last 18 name M. Eighteen million dollar yeah. hole. Yeah. That's right. Even for those guys, they're rich. Well, Scheffler is just now starting, but Rory's yeah. rich. Eighteen million. It used to be a million dollar per. I mean, now it's eighteen. The Masters million is the just winner. two million yeah. for the winner. I know. Eighteen, 18 million dollars, and it was a difference of almost twelve million between first and right. second. It was. It was so a it six was a million lot. dollar putt. Yeah. That one. <laughs> What pressure? Uh, uh, well, I, I want to talk about that in a second. You, would you um, rather take eighteen mil or two mil and win the Masters? It depends on what I was. If well, I was just starting out, if I, was just starting, I want the 18 mil. Yeah, I'll take the money. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm my age right now, I'll take the Masters. But again, I take I mean, the Masters. But I mean, it's. Well, first of all, the Masters changes your life. You yeah. never really have to yeah, work. Yeah. I mean, you get golfing endorsements, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So that probably comes out even or better, even oh, for well, that matter. Well, it depends well, if you ever do anything you afterwards. Won't, you won't suffer in life. If you're Mike if you're, Weir, you yeah. know, well, you disappear. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, anyway, any uh, thought on uh, uh, already the football rankings? George is now already number three national champions <laughs> or four, you know, depending I, on. I it's, hate. Uh, it's always Alabama and yeah. now in Ohio State. And now they got Notre Dame up there. Yeah, Notre at Dame. Oklahoma. That, that coach is new. We don't know anything yeah. about it. I hate the preseason poll. And he's got you his have transfers. to have it. But I, I hate, I always, I wait for the peak poll till after they played, everybody's played a game. Yeah. At least one game. Yeah. And then I got an idea of what's going, even in the first game, you don't know well, what you have in the first over. game. Yeah, it, it usually takes a, to the second or third game yeah. for you know what you got. Yeah. But I, I was, I, I was kind of laughing when I said, well, Georgia's third, you know, they're national champions and they, who did they well, beat? i tell you what, they're going to play Oregon right off the bat next yeah. weekend, this weekend. Good, yeah. And you'll see, I mean, I, I think they'll yeah. beat them. 
Probably handle. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, and again, I, I don't really follow college sports that much, but I did tune in a little bit. Let me give you your sports section here. On uh, Saturday for the uh, official beginning of college football weekend, not a lot of great games on, but there still was college football. Um, and I didn't see much of this, but I started reading about it later. Um, Lee Corso. Yeah, Corso. 87 years old, and people are saying it's time to go. I du- said you're two done, or three man. years ago. It, it's, it's hard I to watch. It is hard to watch. And I, I love seeing him there, and it's great that he's there, but it's hard to watch. He's 87. I mean, God bless them. Do they want something to happen on set? That's the problem. Well, they can't think it's good broadcasting, do they? I mean, people you know, love when them. people love. They want to see well, him there. <coughs> at some point. But at some point, I, I, my fear is something bad will happen he, during the broadcast. He's going to fall asleep or fall over or, or have die. A stro- or have yeah. a stroke. Uh, yeah, I mean, got, another he's one. Eighty-seven. I mean, just just. But should you tell to someone to quit working just because they're old? He, well, yeah. Does he? Still, <laughs> he could die walking up the stairs to the set, looking I over the crowd. Does he still have it? Is he? Still- well, so could Herb Street. Herb Street's in his forties, and he had to deal with blood clots in yeah. the off season. Yeah. Could have killed him. I know. Anyway, I, I just I thought it was. I mean, I I, don't, I I've never actually liked him much. I remember one time somebody on the set. This is probably four or five years ago. Somebody on the set was making a joke about him when he dressed up in a dress or a hat or something. And Corso just ripped him and said, you know, that's totally unprofessional. I really don't appreciate that. It's insulting, and I think I you deserve that. it. And I went, oh, my God. It was the worst I, I, moment I've ever seen in sports. The, oh, it was horrible. The best it, moment ever, though. Oh, he, At Oxford, he put on the, uh, the Alabama Crimson elephant hat. Oh, the elephant hat. And Katy Perry ripped it off his God. head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I feel bad for him if he's starting to get ripped. Somebody ought to do something. I don't know. Both he and Herb Street say Ohio State will beat Bama in the – Title in the game. final game, yeah. yeah. Everybody's saying it. Yeah. So George is not even going to make it to the final game, by the way, already. That's what they're even saying. though we had the guy who was also Stetson Bennett. Big article on him in that in that Sports Illustrated, by the way, which I which is he sounds like a really good guy. He's yeah. the first to practice, the last out of practice. Uh, he helps people. Uh, he studies like Greek literature. So I mean, <laughs> Jason, I mean, he sounds like a real great here, kid. Here's your choice you make. You, you're the Cinderella story. It's one of the great stories of all time, like Joe Burrow at LSU a few years ago. You're not going to top this. Even if they win it again, it's not going to yeah, be topped right? how what you did last year when everybody was against you, yeah. and you came back and you beat the team that beat you a few weeks before. That is as Cinderella as it gets. Yeah, absolutely. But you know you're not going to play in the NFL. Yeah. So you got one more year in college glory, even if it kind of sucks. And you take don't your win NIL it. money. And, and- or... or or you say, okay, I'm out of here, knowing full well you're not going to play in the NFL. Yeah. Well, they keep what mentioning he's, he's 5'10". <laughs> they keep saying, you know, yeah, he's 5'10". Yeah, he's not an NFL quarterback. Maybe. Like, it's like yeah. people got mad at me a few years ago when Jake Fromm came out. And the Bills, and I said, he's never going to be a starting quarterback. Yeah. Oh, you just hate Georgia. No, I don't hate Georgia. Yeah, he's, but he's not yeah, a starting ha- quarterback. Yeah, he'll hold, he'll hold a, a clipboard. Well, he's not even in NFL anymore. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, I, and that good was for him. A, he's back in school. Which yeah, that is was good. that was that was not a mean thing to say. We all everybody thought that who wasn't an, no, but Georgia than fans, story, man. But, it's like well, Auburn fans they, and yeah, Ole Miss. You can't, you, you can't yeah. talk about my boy like right. that. Like right. I've been telling Ole Miss fans, Matt Corral is probably not a starting quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. And and what did he do? He got hurt in like the first preseason yeah. game. Yeah. Um, a quick uh, other foot one football note. Uh, just see Peyton Manning. Uh, jumping out of an airplane with the Navy SEALs, a uh, tandem nope. parachute jump. <laughs> and they showed him in the plane before, and he's soaking wet his sweat poured on it. <laughs> and I remember when, when I when Wayne No Offense and I did it on my anniversary. Yeah. 
And and my uh, final wife and his wife were down on the ground waiting for us to, be, to see us floating out of the air. <laughs> Hopefully wow. we died because I was worth a lot more money then Life <laughs> than I am now. <laughs> I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every woman I ever know dated me I wanted to be my ex-wife. It's August 29th, and I think I've already exceeded my Peyton Manning quota for this year. So. <laughs> that could be possible. Now, uh, back to, very quickly, to East Lake. Um I, I'm, I'm, again, I played. I think I played it three, maybe three, three or four times. Uh, back in the day, when the when the closing hole was the long par three, is now the ninth hole. They switch it for tournaments. I'm not sure whether they switch it for good, for members. But the, the, it used to be the par three, the long par three at the end was number eighteen. Now it's uh, for the tournament was number nine this past weekend. Um, anyway, uh, so the holes. The, what, what is what they're playing as number fifteen? When I played it. And I played it with uh, Danny McLefty, one of my longtime best friends, and uh, his brother uh, used to play out there. Uh, and also, the, I can't remember, it was a former U.S. amateur champion. Was, I'm having one of those name things. Great golfer, great guy. Was in the liquor business after he gave up. Uh, uh, he wasn't a professional golfer, but uh, amateur champ. He took me out there once. Uh, and I played a couple. And, and I had some wonderful time. That, that may be the hardest non-looking hardest golf course I've ever played. When you get on, when, when you, most of the tees, when you get on at East Lake and you look at them, it's right there. You see the bunkers on the left or a lake on the right, whatever, and it just it just looks like a golf. I mean, it's a beautiful course, but it doesn't look like, you know, it's, it doesn't look tricked up. It doesn't look like a railroad ties everywhere and stuff like that. But, man, if you're a foot offline, you're, you're going to have a very long day. That grass. Uh, it just I, ate the I, ball. I, this is a true story. Danny McLefty and I, and I think maybe uh, Big Giant Huge Dave Lavelle, and maybe Danny's brother, uh, Tom. I, I, yeah, I, we, anyway. Well, anyway. We, yeah, we, so we got in the first tee, the first tee, the original first tee, and we all hit really good drives. And back, back when I was playing pretty good, we all hit pretty good drives. And Danny and I, and it might have been three of us, uh, hit them a little bit. They started fading a little bit to the right. Uh, so we get, we get in our, you know, thing, we head on down there. Both of us never found the ball. It the couldn't, Bermuda? it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been three feet off the fairway and we never found the freaking ball. It, it goes down in that Bermuda rough and it's gone. It's like, <laughs> God, I mean, it's the damnedest thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so talk about a hard golf course, but here's, here's why it's, uh, why the pros play it differently. And even they were having trouble. Uh, uh, Shoffley, uh, this this little kid, guy named Shoffley. I, I don't know if he's Australian or somebody. Xander, yeah. Xander Shoffley. He's like five nine, one sixty maybe. Uh, number fifteen, as they played number fifteen, which is now number fifteen, uh, par three. Yesterday, uh, it's the one over water. It used to be like number six or whatever it was seven. Um, and it, you, when I played it back then, uh, it was like one hundred and sixty five to one hundred and seventy five yards, something like that. Now it's two thirty. Or it can be. They have, they put tea, new tees back there to make it 230 yards. Uh, Shoffley, when he teed yesterday, it was 221 yards, and he hit a seven iron. I have no idea what that means. Seven iron. Flounder? Do you, you, you might, I'd probably have a seven reaction. iron. And how hard did he hit it? Uh, 220 yards. Okay, I'd be using a hybrid or a three wood. Well, for I, that. I, yeah, a, a, a seven iron. When I was when when I was playing a lot and I was a two handicap, my seven iron went 160, and that's a long, that's a You're good solid Greek seven right iron. Now, well, any golfer listening, yeah. 220 yard that's seven a, iron. That's a long ball. 
that that's a that's a five wood or <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. That's that's your memory of East Like you've played it three times, yeah. blah blah. You know what my, my memory of East Lake is? What? First of all, I grew up playing Little League right down the street in Glenwood Avenue. Yeah. I'd never well, heard that there was a golf course over there when we were kids. Oh, of course It not. had fallen in disrepair. 1979, my senior year of high school, me yeah. and Joe Hendershot camp out at Avondale Mall at the Sears in the parking lot. Even then, it was kind of sketchy. Yeah. Okay? Right, it was a bad neighborhood. Right next to Tower High, Towers uh, High School. All the members had fled East Lake and made yeah. the new up course up in Dunwoody became their new East Lake North. It, it was it was right down at, the, at that Atlanta point athletic club. and we camped out overnight i think we may have had a gun with us in his volkswagen <laughs> we were camping out for the Ticketmaster machine which was the only one near us on the east side of atlanta for elo tickets at the omni ah, which we everybody like to this day says this is one of the greatest concerts they ever saw yeah it's a great great well band. we didn't see it <laughs> because at 8 a.m 8 a.m saturday morning <laughs> the machine broke oh, oh no so we didn't get to go get tickets or, or buy it you talk about screw so we're saying what the hell are we gonna do we spent all he goes i got a friend that works at a golf course I go, what golf course he goes there's a golf course around the the corner called East Lake. Uh, There's no golf course over here. He goes, uh-huh. yeah. So we went over there and we pulled up in front. He had a friend who was a caddy or something. And we pull up and I'm looking around and it, it looked like a, basically a municipal course in yeah. South and Boston or something. Weedy it and, was, yeah. I remember looking around and going, who the hell well, would play fled. here? All the, all the members fled and went north to Alfreda. And then years John's later, when I find out they're going to re- revamp it, yeah, they're going to revamp it. They'd yeah. have to. Was that Cousins? I took I that upon himself to make. But but here's the thing. Uh, when Back when I played, well, even before that, the golfers at Eastlake would literally, when you teed off, one of the things you did was to pick a hole when you thought you'd hear your first gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not making that up. Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah, and we and they used to call it. Uh, well, it was the whole neighborhood was the hood, but the East, East Lake Atlanta Golf Course was Little Vietnam. Yeah, well, that's weird. Yeah, Little Vietnam. That's that was the first thing I remember when when somebody said, and I said, "Oh, you play Little Vietnam," and and and, and went into such disrepair because of the violence. Everybody fled, and, yeah. and they made the new golf course. And it started. And I, uh, I worked with a guy, uh, a gay guy. I won't say who it is because he's famous father. But uh, he uh, he and his boyfriend had moved back over there. I go, you crazy? Because yeah. you know, there's a lot of us over there. We're, we're gentrifying the neighborhood. Well, they, they, but I'm still. You got better have yeah, a gun in that neighborhood. Because yeah. well, I went back a few years ago to our old uh, little league ball fields at Glenwood Hills, and they were gone, and all was left was basketball courts, which showed yeah. the demographics well, had changed. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I I haven't been there in. in 15 years probably so it I looks don't nice from gone. the air yeah oh, and, and again it's the, the it's Bobby Jones you know it's I, I, right. I walked on the place where Bobby Jones was playing golf and how can you not I mean, how they a found a, list, a you know? cannon there's an old Civil War road or something or embankment that they were digging up to move something they found a cannonball really <laughs> yeah. how cool is that that's very cool anyway I, that's uh, a few things in your uh, latest sports section sir uh, let's see what else we got. I think it, uh, oh, I did hit balls uh, over the weekend. I hit a bucket of balls. In fact, um, I may uh, try to hit another bucket of balls. Uh, well, good for you. Later on, if I, <laughs> if I get lucky. <laughs> ball, ball yeah, striking. Yeah. Ball striking is not, uh, it's not bad. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, uh, oh God. Um, actually, oh, oh, we mentioned, uh, the uh, singer Lizzo the other day. Uh, uh, holy moly. Now, I don't. I, I had forgotten there's such a thing as the Video Music Awards VMAs, which I guess is an MTV thing, right? Probably. Yeah, okay. Anyway, they had, apparently, I didn't, I didn't look at it or see it, but I did see a cup, some coverage this morning on the news 
Uh, and our little friend Lizzo, who showed up as an unknown anybody at our radio station a few years ago and then has out of nowhere exploded in so many different ways, uh, she showed up. She uh, uh, usually shows up with a whole band entourage, apparently, is her latest, latest thing. And, and the news people made a, a point of saying that she, she went up there by herself last night to uh, speak all by herself to say, we need to come together. We need to start voting to get these people out of, you know, to, to get rid of Republicans or something. But she was where she looked like she weighed 600 pounds. I mean, oh, my God. And she had a costume that looked like she was wearing a like a battleship outfit or something. It had like like it had like. Things sticking like the old Madonna bra. It was a USS Remember Missouri. The, <laughs> she was wearing <laughs> the bat, like a battleship turrets or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, God bless her. I mean, she, you know, she's a millionaire, and and I'm not. She's so oppressed. Uh, yeah, she's so this oppressed. This country has Came been so of, bad for yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, also, I uh, I tried to go. I, I saw something explode on my phone. About Britney Spears, apparently she came out with a 20-minute rant about how her parents never supported her and da da da. Her mother was fighting back, and I saw the headline, so I wonder what this is all about. I honestly couldn't read it. I, I read the first pair. I, I, I got to that, and I thought, you know, there was a point at which Britney Spears really was uh, a go-to personality, and you know, just she because she was at Toxic. Yeah, that video for in the now it's a great song, Toxic, yeah. and the video. That was the peak. Yeah. And I thought, what is this? What, what now? I said, who, who really cares about And it's all over people, and it's all over the social media. And then her mother had to respond, you know, and I thought, oh, God, I'm just so tired well, you got to wonder, this. is she all mentally there? No. She's been through a... I th- I no. think she's still got some. I think she ought to be able to take care of herself, and she's got married and having a baby again or whatever. So, but, you know, I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was, yeah. She turned down Oprah. Oprah wanted to... Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. said no. Good. Yeah. Well, good for her. I think. I think she's. I think she's turned her back on the people who, yeah, including her sister. I guess. I. I don't know. I. I can't. I can't be bothered. I can't keep track of it. Um, what's this about a royal hoax? A royal hoax. A royal hoax. I'm glad you asked, Kimmer, about mm-hmm. the royal hoax. Yes. It involves Prince Harry. Oh, well, what the, now? Oh yeah, Prince Harry. He's the one married to the. Uh, you know what? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I well, no, she that. just it, chopped off his testicles. That's all his problem. All right. <clears throat> this is for Fox News. Prince Harry. Yeah. A, you know, he's Mr. Climate Change. They're, oh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, we're all going to die. Yeah. Prince Harry arrived in an electric car to board a private jet <laughs> to go to a one-day polo match. <laughs> <laughs> but climate change is real. Uh, yeah, oh, climate change. And, and, and also, they're, uh, what is this? Flounder just handed us this. I, I went to the store yesterday, and it's like a... Peanut butter cup? Yeah, it's like a Reese's Pieces, but... It, what is more, fake peanut butter? I don't, I don't know. No, it's peanut butter and real chocolate. But well, it says unreal. The name of it is unreal. Now, in the past, I've tried these, and they haven't been very good. But that would indicate that it's fake, right? That it's not. Oh, it's all chocolate. It's oh, not wait a minute. The outside wrappers. Well, there's, there's some writing on the uh, small print here, and it says, um, nothing artificial, certified gluten-free, non-GMO, project verified, certified vegan. Contains peanuts made in a facility that handles milk, tree nuts, wheat, eggs, and soy. Not bad. Made in the USA by Reese's. No, not Reese's at all. Made in the USA for Unreal Brands, Boston, Mass. uh, Trade certified ingredients. Please visit our website. Uh, Simple ingredients: five grams of sugar, and that's it. Now, so it's not a it's not a peanut butter cup. It looks like a peanut butter cup on the on the printing. 
It's their voice. Like Trader Joe's has a version of this. Okay. It's not Reese's, though. No. Oh, it's different. It's different. It, it looks like it's in its own. It's a container. little more bland than a Reese's. Did you but it's see good. what the Canadians and socialists are trying to pull? Here in America, for the most part, you get the double Reese's pack, right? Right. That's right. And it's yeah. a certain price. And the socialists, up here in Can- Socialist Canada, we get we call it Reese, not Reese's. And there's three in the package, and it costs less. So you're getting screwed in your free enterprise capitalism down there in America. Then someone said, oh, really? <clears throat> Check this out. <laughs> the five-pack of Reese's here in America is cheaper than the three-pack up there in Canada. <laughs> I love it. What do you think? Not bad. Good. They're good. As candy goes, it's not bad. By the way, I'm seeing a I lot of it. Halloween candies already out there. They talk about a shortage, but I'm seeing it everywhere. I was at, a, which I forgot in my uh, weekend summer, I went and got some, I went to Lowe's and got some plants. And there's already <laughs> Halloween shit everywhere. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, speaking of, uh, 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 let me finish this. <laughs> you can chew. <laughs> Wait a minute. Speaking of plants. I can, I'm getting. Is it I getting better? Be very careful. But it's better. Here's the thing about plants. Ashley pointed this out. Plants in the wild. My okay? Ashley? No. no. Plants in the wild. Taking whatever Mother Nature throws at us and thriving. <clears throat> plants you buy for your house. You watered me on Sunday versus Saturday, so now I must die. <laughs> <laughs> um, in New York State, if you want to buy a canister of whipped cream... <laughs> you have to be 21 years old and prove it. They're into the whippet scare again. They passed the law last year and it's going to be enforced in September. Uh, the teenagers are getting high by inhaling nitrous oxide used as we a propellant that. in the canisters. We did that. Oh, man, if you I've never it, done it. I mean, I've had laughing gas. We did it in the store. Oh, really? <laughs> Pick it up, do it, and put it back. If you go to, like, fish or widespread panic concerts, they have the tanks out in the... Uh, <laughs> Before you go <laughs> In balloons, and I mean... A funny well, if story. I go to the, if One, I go to the dentist, I always say, yeah, I'll take the gas, absolutely, whether I need it or not. It's just fun, you know? <laughs> but it makes me want to want to tinkle. When I get to, if they yeah, don't have a bathroom, so I don't. Relaxed. Yeah, I got to yeah. be. Yeah, it makes me want to tinkle before I get in the car and drive all the way up to wherever I'm going. Um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I thought that was pretty funny that they had <laughs> to pass a law. They're going to car. It's a. It can be a, a five hundred dollar fine. It was a big deal here in the late seventies, early eighties. It, it was a big deal about kids like us yeah because in high school we did the yeah. same thing we would go to the well because you could go to the the head shops and you could get like the 20 packs of the canisters yeah we just went to kroger <laughs> i remember the story in uh with some kids from it was either westminster or lovett if i remember correctly um had uh, one of their one of their fathers i think was a dentist and they somehow got a hold of a of his canister of laughing gas and all got high and climbed into his Mercedes, and they all like three of them died in a car wreck or something Ooh. from getting high on the on the gas stuff. And I thought, I didn't know you could get that high. I guess you can. I, I, I reminds me in, in my first year of college, one of the guys in our dorm room came in with a paper bag that he had poured glue into, like airplane glue. Yeah. Squeezed a tube of Airclean, and he was inhaling it. That's not good. Oh, my. And I, I mean, it scared the crap out of me watching him because it looked like, I mean, he looked like a zombie. And he took, I remember he took a, was it a, a protractor 
that, that you stick in the center and you run in circles for a, a geometry class or whatever. Yeah. And, and he, yeah, and he, and he stuck the point in his hand and couldn't feel it. He said, I can't even feel anything. And he's saying, stick it in his hand. Like, <laughs> oh my God. But I never did. I was, I never did anything. Yeah, when I was in school. Me. Glue scared me. I didn't do that. I, I, I've never even, I still, to this day, have never even seen LSD. And that was being big when I was younger. Oh, have you ever done that? I'll admit right now, the only thing I had going for me was I had semi kind of a brain. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not going to, that's the only thing I can. No. And I had a good friend in high school that I grew up with, grade school, high school, who did it a lot, and it changed him. It changed him. daughter jumped off a building because she could fly. You and know, I, I watched it. I love it, you, I call go, home, you know. I, I don't want to risk that. No. I, I don't. I've never tripped that on scared, Elster, That no. scared the crap out of me. And I, I never even saw well, and now it's mild, and they can control it and everything like that. So maybe when I'm older, I'll. I'll well, the Timothy Leary, you know, yeah, LSD experiment was, guy back, that was huge. Hunter S. Thompson yeah. talking about that yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of police, I mentioned. Uh, uh, well, I guess I didn't mention the police here at all, but I'm going to in a moment. Don't ask me uh, about we're talking cocaine, about, about the liberal woke people uh, in Denver, Colorado. I just came back from there. Uh, <laughs> The uh, uh, high school in Denver, Colorado, has uh, shown the students a video telling them that if they see a violently racist or homophobic incident, do not call the police. Do not call the police. Tips for responding to racist attacks. Given the current political environment, white supremacists and white nationalists have been emboldened and as a result, public attacks are on the rise. Because police have been trained to see people of color, gender non-conforming folks, and Muslims as criminals, they often treat victims as criminals. So if the victim hasn't asked you to call the police, do not, I repeat, do not call the police. Good. Holy Good. Jesus. That's, that's what I call a win-win right there. <laughs> it's a high school. Yeah, you know, Denver South High School. Well, you know, the police, are, you know, they're white supremacists, so they're going to just attack the victims too, like, you know. Oh, my God. I mean, this is, and, I mean, and, and by the way, the high school got caught and they're saying, oh, <clears throat> well, you know, this video was uh, to provide empowerment for people who may witness types of attacks, not to disrespect law enforcement. Um, and uh, a spokesman said the uh, video was selected for its title and wasn't fully vetted. Uh, so people should contact the police if they witness a violent incident, you know. So, but I mean, this is unbelievable. This is, this is Denver, Colorado. In fact, the Secretary of State in Denver, Colorado, was in the saw it on Fox, being the girl being interviewed, and she said, "If the Republicans take control of the Congress, we are three months away from losing our democracy." Good, because democracy. You I mean, that's what the Secretary of State of Colorado was saying. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because this gentleman, Jesus. his wife, he goes, Larry says. Hey, after 22 years of doing it the legal way, my wife was finally sworn in as an American citizen today. Right after the ceremony, they hand out voter registration forms, and you can get registered right there. The woman who processed the form told her and everybody else there, you should vote for Stacey Abrams. Holy smokes. Yeah, who, now, who said, is she a government employee telling people how to vote? Talk about not giving water in line, my God. 
<laughs> Jesus, that's yeah. freaking brutal. They're, uh, oh, they're panicking. And well, they're good. Do, they're going to do all kinds of stuff. Well, they're asking. Well, they, they honestly, I'm I'm done taking it in the neck, man. I absolutely am. Uh, one more uh, kind of a weird thing about uh, cops. And uh, oh, by the way, do you have any reaction to Tom Brady? Um, oh, something's going on. I, I wonder. Family-wise, something's going yeah. on. There, you think they're splitting up or kids? I think or she's. I don't know. Give an ultimatum. It, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's mad at him for what he did, for quitting and then coming back. She probably made plans. She probably yeah. decided we're finally going to have him back as a father, and he chose football over family. Yeah, I I'm think sure that's he loves what his happened. family. I got a feeling that Tom Brady has nothing planned after football. That football is is is, is his life, yeah. and that he sat there and thought for a month. What am I doing? What am I going to do? And decided I'm not ready just to sit around well, and think, went back to football. I His hair's yeah. he's lost weight. He looks yeah. gaunt. Yeah. I, I think I, Gronk isn't there. A security blanket. I think not I think she. I, I, if I had to guess, and I don't, you know, I'm a two-time loser, so I don't know about marriage. Uh, but my guess is, uh, being a former married man, uh, that it was a uh, it's a wife thing. I, I don't think in any way she wanted him to go back to after. I mean, yeah. he says I'm 45 years old. I got a lot of shit going on. No, you don't. At 45, don't. you should. You, well, at he's that got point, his nutrition. He's got his. He's got his health company. Okay, but he's uh, a multi-millionaire, yeah. adored by millions. He's got this great family that that is what we've all right. seen. What shit have you got going yeah, I, on, I dude? Yeah, that, that nonsense. It's not like you got everyday pressures that everybody else has to yeah. deal with. In fact, you have. A, I would submit that Tom Brady probably has a few less really uh, life and death worrisome issues than most of us do. Right. And so you know, <laughs> unless he's got cancer or something. Well, yeah. You know, if there's maybe an illness leukemia. in the family, then that's totally yeah. that changes everything. Yeah. Or his but wife, he, somebody's wife or kid, or but whatever. He, would he still be playing if someone's really no, sick? No, 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 no. I just so think again, he's, I don't. He looked in that existential mirror, and all he saw was a void. Yeah. And he's going, what am what, And he's not going to be a coach. What and he's am not I without be a, football? I don't no. see him sitting in the booth to be no. doing color commentary. Every once in a so, while. Like Michael Jordan, who sat yeah. around for a while and said, okay, I want to own a team, or I want to coach. Yeah. And then he quickly got out of yeah, that. I don't, I don't see Magic that. Johnson type. Yeah. But I, he, I don't yeah. see him doing the Peyton and Eli Manning thing on uh, Monday Night Football. Although that might be fun if he shows up every three months or something or whatever. But yeah. he's not going to be a commentator or a coach. Yeah. Anyway, um, I thought this was fairly amusing. You can look at the video, too, in Alabama. Uh, a, a Madison County deputy named Casey Thrower was out serving civil documents in early in the morning. And he says uh, frequently he has so many uh, he has he has so many number of homes that he has to visit to give uh, affidavits or documents or uh, get out orders or whatever it is. There are so many that he visits daily on occasions. He leaves the vehicle door open because he's afraid of having to run from all the dogs at these people's houses when they sick their dogs on him. So he leaves his car door, his police car door open. And so in case he has to race into the car and get out of the way of the dogs. Well, uh, the other day, uh, he left his car door open, was serving, uh, serving documents, and he came back to find goats on top of his car and inside his car, and one of the goats was eating his paperwork, <laughs> which, which is what goats do. They eat paper, <laughs> and the goat, just like the commercial, you've seen the commercial with the goat eating, <laughs> that's what he was doing. And he's, so the cops start yelling, get out of here, are you kidding me? Get out of here, get out of here, there's nothing eating here, don't eat that, oh my God, don't eat that, get out, get out. He's just screaming and yelling, and freaking goats 
all over his cars and, and apparently eating his paperwork. So the chief said, well, working patrol division, nothing is considered routine. Deputy Thrower has been serving the citizens of Madison County for 40 years and is considered one of our GOAT deputies, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. So One of the great memes of all time <laughs> is basically the guy going, people say they got their ducks in a row. I don't even know where my ducks are right now. And then it shows a squad car with a cop in front and the back seat are two ducks looking around. It says, my ducks right now. Speaking of animal stories, uh, something about a bear? Well, <coughs> this is amazing. A man in Alaska survived a Kodiak bear attack. and He just had a 22 pistol, which is, I mean, that could hardly kill no, you. Yeah, you better hit him in the eyeball with it. No. Well, well, what happened? Unfor- unfortunately, uh, the friend uh, that he shot in the knee was not as lucky. Oh, so he, he got away, though. <laughs> he just have to outrun you. I don't know. Uh, oh, that's very yeah. clever. I right, hold everything. Uh, we have actual information and stories and the uh, Trump team and stuff right. like that and how you go Gwinnett County schools and uh, all kinds of good stuff. But first, a reminder. Uh, if you're looking for ammo, you can't find someplace. Dead Crow Defense to the rescue. Dead Crow Defense is killing the competition with the best ammo prices since before the China Kill Virus pandemic started. In fact, they've got all the common calendar, uh, calibers. If you're looking for even 9 millimeters, I can't find it. Oh, yes, you can. They've got the caliber you're looking for. And if it's really rare and very unusual and they have to order it, they'll get it for you. Custom orders, no problem, because Dead Crow Defense is not a gun store. They're your gun dealer. They're your personal arms dealer working directly with you. And if you're looking for a 45 or 308 or 762 or, I mean, whatever you're looking for, uh, 222, uh, they can get it for you. And if it's in stock, they'll ship it the next day. And it's not just uh, it's not just uh, ammo and uh, weapons. It's also self-defense gear, uh, clothing, things of various kinds. Really go on the web. Check them out at deadcrowdefense.com. And if you know there's something that you're looking for in particular and you want to give them a call, here's a phone number. They love to answer the phone and talk to you directly because they're your gun dealer. In stock items the next day. Here's the number, 678-576-9117. Or shoot them an email at sales at deadcrowdefense.com to have your personal arms dealer reach out directly to you. Online, use the promo code KIMMER when you check out, K-I-M-M-E-R, at checkout for 10% off your first several orders at, <laughs> at deadcrowdefense.com. What, what are you doing over I'm there? I'm okay. I'm trying to Well, you know what? This is ah! what. <laughs> uh, Dead, deadcrowdefense.com, your personal arms dealer at our great appreciation. He took care of Flounder just the other day. Deadcrowdefense.com. Uh, speaking of being able to defend yourself, uh, this is an incredible story. Well, again, we, I don't do a, a lot of crime things here, but the, the local Al Jazeera constitutions, the whole middle section is just crime, and, nor, and, and the crime people are getting younger and younger, victims and the shooters. Oh, hell, I tried to watch Fox 5 and 11 Alive last night. I, I can't. I the can't first watch 15, 15 minutes is boom, 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 And it's boom, all, you know, boom. 14-year-old unidentified man. She's got to be kidding me. Child shot at park. Jesus. Yeah. A seven-year-old fatally shot at a family gathering. Uh, they they got they got some family members had a party. They got mad, started shooting. Seven year old girl's dead. <laughs> I mean, at a family gathering, <laughs> you know, um, uh, school kids. Oh my God, Gwinnett County. And, and by the way, uh, these were all Democrats. These uh, all these shootings, I guarantee you, are among Democrats. These are not Trump supporters. 
the Democrats in Gwinnett County. That's all Democrat now. Democrat school district in Gwinnett County. All the Democrats in Gwinnett County schools. All the children are all Democrats. I'll bet you not seven out of the 50 million voted uh, would vote for Trump if they were 18. Well, Gwinnett County has sent more students to alternative schools. In other words, they have kicked out Prison. more students <laughs> in Gwinnett County than have been kicked out in Atlanta, Clayton, Cobb, DeKalb, and Fulton combined. But but is that some of that, the fact that they still might actually give a shit in Gwinnett, <laughs> or they've just given up in those other places? They aren't taking any. I Who knows? But somebody said, now, wait a minute. All of those combined are not this, as high as Gwinnett? Maybe they still have, like, standards? Well, uh, they're trying to, they want to investigate. It's so preposterous, it doesn't seem believable. Uh, I can't believe that we are the extreme outliers. <laughs> it's got to be racist. <laughs> Gwinnett, all, these are Democrats. Well, don't send your kids to public That's schools. right. Uh, although once you know, if you can't uh, afford uh, so, it, don't uh, have a kid. Well, right, so you're a, you're a 37 year old mother. You're a 37 uh, year old. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it, <laughs> you bastard. And you have a job, even a part time job, working in an office or whatever. You're making thirty or forty thousand dollars a year, and your husband's uh, working. Maybe he's making thirty or forty thousand dollars a year, and all of a sudden you're saying, well, one of us is going to have to stop working and stay home and teach the kids. There's How do you do schools. that? There's other schools. Well, I, I, again, I, you know, I, I, until they start giving the you budget. the money that your kid deserves to right, be able to vouchers. be educated, vouchers. vouchers. Yeah. Until they do that, I can see where, you yeah. know, I, you know, your wife's not going to say, I, I can't quit my job and stay home to, you know, teach geography. I my God. So, I mean, there's got to be, there have to be steps taken. But, but you're right. I mean, get them out of those, you know, federal tax schools. <clears throat> and uh, speaking of federal taxes, what's this about Janet Yellen? Wanted to be on uh, Better Call Saul? <clears throat> that can't be right. Keeping pressure on the wound in her side as she trudged beneath the scorching noonday sun, <laughs> a bloody Janet Yellen was reportedly spotted dragging U.S. Treasury funds through Arizona's Yuma Desert on Friday <laughs> after a tense money supply handoff with the International Monetary Fund went south. Should have known those trigger-happy IMF boys would try and pull a fast one. They got me good, all right. But I gave the bastards back worse, said the Treasury Secretary, who grimaced as she pulled a duffel bag containing trillions of dollars in unmarked bills through the endless sand, briefly stopping to fashion her suit jacket into a makeshift head wrap to stave off heat stroke. Let's see. Beretta's only got two bullets left. Damn canteens run dry, too. Bleeding staunched, at least... Every international finance soldado from here to Timbuktu is looking for this bag right now, and I don't stand to put up much of a fight if they catch me. Nothing for it but to stash the goods, find a dock to pull the lead out of my belly, and lay low in Washington for a spell until I can come back to reclaim what's rightfully mine. Emphasizing that if she died, the secret of the money supplies location would die with her, Yellen was last seen urging Congress to approve her request for extra ammunition after spying a cloud of dust on the horizon from approaching World Bank Sicarios. <laughs> those, those don't better call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to look for water well, in the wrong place. That was the, young, the onion. That was, that's yeah, that was the onion. I haven't yeah. checked in on the onion in a long every time. Now, they're so liberal, but yeah. every now and then they do something. Well, funny. if they're clever, I, I, I don't care. You know, I used to, I used to love really clever <laughs> liberal writers you know they said that uh, kevin durant and kyrie irving of the nets have, have buried the hatchet and they've oh, agreed they have. they've agreed to play with each other as long as neither of them is in the same room at the same time <laughs> at the same time <laughs> <laughs> well that makes much more sense uh speaking of celebrities 
uh, a car that Di- a Princess Diana used to drive around in in the 1980s. Just sold at auction for three quarters of a million dollars. <laughs> Marking the 25th anniversary of her death. Coming up here in a couple of days. Twenty uh, three quarters of a million dollars. Hey, who died? No, I re- <laughs> that's what you said walking into the bar. It, it, it was the, the Hub Bar in Boston. Yeah. We've been out drinking. Me and Jack Kennedy. It was like three a.m. We come in there, and everybody's quiet. And everybody's sad. quiet and crying and everything. And we're like, "Hey, who died?" <laughs> and this girl waitress turns and goes, "Princess Diana." I remember. And we stood there second. Either me or Jack said. Can we get a beer? <laughs> I guarantee it was Jack. <laughs> you may have said it too, but I guarantee you. <laughs> and I still, God bless, when I think of Jack Kennedy, uh, I still think of the one oh thing my of God. my regret of all time in my life about something that Jack Kennedy was able to oh. accomplish that I was never able, but not even thought about it. Never even thought I <laughs> you would You and somebody so else. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be alone there. Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry, I can't tell you what it is. He, but. he it so shocked somebody else we knew that when yeah. we were at Manuals and he told him, he just looked at Jack and then started beating his head yeah, on the right. ball. I would have just gone ahead and <laughs> pulled out an eye. I mean, I... <laughs> Oh, God. I remember when you told me, I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) He came, who? Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, uh, God bless him. Uh, What a a character. He was. What a... Basically, just hanging around him just... Just to get the cast off. Yeah, he was uh, Jack Kenny was a sports guy and a radio guy, and uh, I'm not even sure where he he worked at the furniture mart. Mark was downtown. what he did. I mean, yeah. he sold furniture yeah. to companies and wholesale Haberty's stuff and, and Haverty's yeah. furniture. But he was uh, did he just start calling in on sports show? I mean, how did he even he, get started? I don't even remember. He was he, very famous for in the in the particular. Age, he did creative 80s, loafing. 90s. He did a sports column for creative loafing. I don't know how he talked. He was from New York. He could talk his way into anything. Yeah, he was he a he was a his, hustler. A Sales, yeah. He was a sales guy. sales guy. And he talked his way into creative loafing. He talked his way into WGST. And he was on the air all the time doing yeah. sports stuff. And he worked with the Braves. He knew and his he was stuff, Tommy too. Glavin's one of the Tommy Glavin's oh, him and best Tom friends. Glavin. Yeah, Tom Glavin. Uh, and, uh, and I mean, all I guess Smoltz. I, I and, went uh, over to Glavin's house a couple times yeah. because of him. It was... Yeah. He don't remember. Anyway, I, I don't know how that ever happened, but he was... What a, what a character. He anyway, a character. He, was, he was something else. Um... Uh, speaking of entertainment, apparently they're going to re- they're going to re release the original Jaws in 3D. Why? I don't know. There wasn't that much of it in in you know the ending, I guess, and a couple of times. Well, there's but there one was one where the scuba divers under the boat, and there's a hole in the boat, and all of a sudden the head rolls the more up. Eel. I hate it. I hate, see. I hate those shots. No, it was a real head. Guys. It was a yeah. head. That oh, rolled. the human, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the uh, wormholes coming out of it. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, that was bad. Um, a federal judge of Florida may be appointing a special master. Again, it's hard to keep up on minute-by-minute um, minute news, but uh, this business is still about, uh, about the, the, the downfall of America with the FBI and the Department of Justice. Well, speaking of which, you may get to this on uh, people either born or died on this day, Richard Jewell. And oh. it may, reminded me how the FBI railroaded that poor guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and now, did he ever get cleared before he was worried about his mother what is it his i remember his uh, his poor mother yeah 
Destroyed. And he and they yeah. dude, they screwed that and the media and he's the and he media, won some money on that too. But then he went, and, yeah. yeah. And I think he I think he got cleared before he died. They convicted him before, but he, yeah, but he got out. But he got I think he, he got cleared before. I'm trying to remember. But to, I, you can't tell me it didn't end his life prematurely. Oh, absolutely. He died at 44. Yeah, that's just. Uh, and he saved people's lives, yeah. and the FBI turned on him because it was yeah. easy. Found the backpack. It was easy. Yeah. They took the easy way instead of going after Eric Robert Rudolph. Uh, unbelievable. You know, I, I I told you this before. Someone sent me a GST. I was doing that nighttime talk show at the time. Someone sent me a letter saying that they had done it. And we called the FBI, and two guys, two FBI agents came yeah. in there in the studio and talked to me about it, and I gave them the note. Never heard any, anything else from it. Huh. I don't know if that was from Rudolph or what. And I wonder now if they didn't care because, oh, we got our man. We it's Richard Jewell. Yeah, that was I. I, I yeah, it's been so. Yeah, that, yeah, that was really, really. And the media said, "Well, we were just doing what they, you know, yeah, we yeah. Yeah, we just, just reporting." Yeah, we just, yeah, just because it was easy. Yeah, just like printing press releases. And he and he was he didn't fit the the form of a hero. He, he didn't was an look old boy. Like he hero. was an old southern boy. He was you know? a white he was southern just boy. A, he that, was a good old boy and just a you know just an just an old decent you know guy. Uh, mama's uh, just boy. A, yeah. And you know he's not a not a uh, a rip roaring strong jawed uh, kick ass you know uh, macho soldier kind of guy you know just a real decent fellow and did the right thing and and got screwed for it. Um, uh, coming up, a couple of bizarre Beatles things. Do you want to play that? Oh, uh, Flounder sent uh, sent us a comedian uh, who did a bit about getting a black haircut. You want to play that a little later in a minute, just for fun? Because we we'll, we'll do a fun stuff. Hold on, I want to first of all. Remind you, I'm kind of behind in my plugs here. And again, we really appreciate our sponsors. Uh, TheKimmerShow.net is how you get a hold of us uh, any way you want to. We'd love to get a hold of you and, and appreciate that and very when much. You, when you do our sponsors, tell them where you heard them. Yeah, please, please. Uh, uh, or even even if you're thinking about it, like M&S Title Pawn, M&S Title Pawn. Uh, if you're saying to yourself, geez, you know, uh, in fact, I bought uh, something for my daughter once years and years and years ago. Uh, uh, by going to uh, uh, Title Pawn, and it was it was great. It was a great experience and everything else. You'd be surprised. And, oh, if, now, if you got things you want to sell, or I mean, you know, you know what they do at the M and S Title Pawns. They take care of you, whatever you're looking for. What they have something there. What you have something there. Whatever it is, they'll work it out with you. Uh, M and S. I say it because the letters are M and S. Title Pawn. It sounds like I'm saying MS, which is not one particular word until you go on the internet. Here we go. M and S Title Pawn in beautiful Bremen, 306 Laurel Street, Suite A. M and S Title Pawn open Monday through Saturday. Love to see you in person. If you want to give them a call, see what's going on or how they can help you, here's the phone number area 678 821 3337. And if you want to look them up on the web, this is when you spell out M and S title, and it spells like this, M-A-N-D-S title.com, man's title.com, okay? Uh, man's title.com, M&S title pawn in Bremen, and again, uh, thank you for being a part of our uh, Kimmer Show podcast. I could have used Brooksy today. Oh, why? Because that uh, former Bama running back plays for the Commanders got shot on a Washington, oh, yeah. D.C. Street. Believe, what the and he hell? was shot around 8th Street. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I got, I got Mike here. He tells us exactly where Washington it, Boulevard. Yeah. Exactly where it was. <laughs> Damn it. Is it by K Avenue? Or? <laughs> yeah, is that H? Does that intersect with J? Or? <laughs> oh, God bless. I still can't believe he and Kara are gone. Well, I you mean, want, just oh, Kara's not gone. Kara, 
Her name just popped up again. Two I, times I re- in I, the I last week. Tell the story. Snapchat has sent me a thing saying, your contact, Kara Stockton, just joined Snapchat. Yeah. And I'm going, well, this is news to me. Yeah, I, I got something on my phone about Kara. And I thought, Facebook wow. did it, too. Yeah, yeah. What is going on with that? Why would they do that? I still get Facebook still sends me things like, "Hey, you should talk. You should talk to your cousin for a while." This because she died nine years ago. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I gotta tell my cousin, her brother, to take that down. That's that's part of the problem. Well, whatever. <laughs> but why is Kara suddenly jumping up? Here? I don't know. I, I mean, I get the damnedest. You know, your memory popped, and it's wow. I mean, that's fine. I mean, but I just I was kind of surprised. And I didn't know what, and, and I'm to see you got one too. Uh, this was the day in uh, 2009, the coroner in LA ruled that Michael Jackson's death was a homicide, overdose of propofol. Propofol. Uh, propofol, maybe. Can't remember the name. By the way, you want to you hear the list? Some of, these are real college football players' names. Okay, my my other favorite thing is every year. Yeah. When, in fact, we'll do it coming up when they. We we'll usually they do it around the draft. Yeah, when it comes yeah. time for the draft. All right. Real but names. There's a quarterback that plays for Oklahoma called General Booty. General Booty. <laughs> General. Uh, General. Booty. A running back at Auburn called Tank Bigsby. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. A receiver for ULM called Boogie Knight. Boogie Knight. Uh, Boogie the movie. Knight. Oh my God. A receiver at Buffalo called Booby Curry. This guy from Nebraska's receiver, his name is DeColdest Crawford, and he has an NIL deal with an air conditioning De place. DeColdest. I'm the coldest one in the team. Oh, my God. Tight end for Wake Forest named Jaeger Bull. <laughs> An lineman for Georgia Tech called Wing Green. And here's one you'll get. Nevada, Las Vegas lineman Tiger Shanks. <laughs> Tiger Shanks. Tiger Shanks. doesn't. <laughs> lineman for Charlotte, Panda Askew. Uh, Here's one for Boston. Oh, he's a D lineman. Shittacilla. <laughs> S-H-I-T-T-A. <laughs> he changed his name from Robert Shittacilla to Bobby Shittacilla. Uh, uh, Ole Miss has a lineman called Demon Clowney. That's kind of frightening. Mm. Uh, Arizona State. Yeah, so it's, uh, As Lyman uh, called Blazin' Lono Wong. <laughs> Blazin' Wong? <laughs> Lono Wong. Wyoming has linebacker called Buck Coors. Buck Coors? Is there any more Wyoming name than <laughs> yeah, Buck <geez>. Coors? Uh, <laughs> South Carolina has linebacker called Hot Rod Fitton. And Arkansas, this guy's been around a while. He's linebacker Bumper Pool. I'll be damned. His name's Bumper Pool. I love North it. Carolina has Storm Duck. <laughs> Alabama's Kool-Aid McKinstry. Arizona, this is one of, this sounds like a made-up key and peel name. Ephesians Prysock. <laughs> Ephesian? <laughs> Ephesians. Oh, how did he get his parents back for that and one? And this one, you gotta be a certain age to get this one. Defensive back for LSU, Major Burns. <laughs> Major Burns. They're talking about anatomy, sir. <laughs> hey, hot lips. <laughs> in fact, Elliot Gould's in the news on the birthday oh, list. Still alive. Elliot Gould is 84. Damn. He was, I think he finally got rid of Barbara Stroisian, oh, if God, I'm not mistaken, years and years ago. Uh, and Elliot Gould's 84, and he was the original Trapper John in the TV series, or was it the movie? He was Hawkeye, wasn't he? Or was oh, he Trapper crap. John? No, I think he was Trapper John. Hawkeye was uh, was the uh, suave guy who was in Same Time yeah, Next Year. They did the uh, Alan, no, Alan, 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 Alan. Not in the movie. 
Alan Alda wasn't in the movie. Robert Altman did it. You had oh no, oh no, I'm, I'm, uh, all right, no, wait a minute. Sally, what's her face was hot lips. Yeah, Elliot Gould could have been. Tra- he was Trapper John, I think. Was it the? Wasn't the guy who later he played in several different roles? He was on Picket Fences. I forget his name. Yeah, he was yeah. a character actor. Yeah. He played, he, he played uh, the main character. He played Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I forget his That's name. That's right. What it was we could have looked it up, but. <laughs> staff, <laughs> staff, <laughs> damn it! Um, that flower's got shit to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who played Hawkeye in the movie Mash? The movie Mash and also the TV show Mash. I can't believe I can't remember his name. He's the a one, character. The, character, he's the a, uh, roles of Tom uh, Skillet. Skillet, that's what it was. Tom Skellard Skell- Skell- or, or something. Skerritt. Tom Skerritt. Skerritt. Tom Skerritt. Skerritt. All right, Flounder's now looking up the cast in. Yeah, that's it. Tom Skerritt. Yeah, He'll Picket Fences. My mom loved that show. Yeah. No, still can't get it? No, just yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and the guy who played Major Bur- Frank Burns, was that Duvall? No. Oh, no, he, in the movie, yes. Yeah. In the movie, it was Robert Duvall. Duvall. He went nuts and he carted him off. Yeah. 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 But it was the other, the other famous comedian guy who played it in the TV who, series. The only person that was in the movie and the TV show was Radar. Radar, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I beg your pardon. He was also in Top Gun. He was the... Yeah, he was the guy, Top, was uh, the, the teacher in Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, he was Tom the, he was the yeah. instructor. Good Tom Skerritt. Okay, did you come up with the Elliot Gould uh, uh, Hawk? Who played Trapper John? Trapper John. Who played Trapper John and Hawkeye in the TV series? Was Alan Alda and Wayne? What's his face? Wayne, yeah, that, but, but there were two business guy ones. Yeah. and he died. Well, no, there were two different. Different character. Yeah. Bj came in. Bj oh, Honeycutt. Honeycutt. Yeah. I hate From Mike Farrell. No, no, there's three. Mike Farrell, who was yeah, just played, a horrible actor. Yeah, he played Beach. He played. Yeah, he's a smarmy. And guy. then they brought David Ogden Steers, who's yeah, also he's the dead. Boss. He played the guy from Boston. Yeah, who replaced yeah. Frank? Right. Yeah. Frank Burns. Yeah. Anyway. We're trading an awful lot of time on this. <laughs> well, people people like to talk know, about the well, trivia crap. Okay, Elliot Gould, I believe, in the movie, played Trapper John. You sure? <laughs> I think he played Hawkeye because he was more of a star. Well, Hawkeye anyway. was Donald, Donald Sutherland. That's right. All oh, right, That's your right. your buddy That's Donald right. Sutherland. Donald Elliot Gould right. was uh, Trapper John. Yes. That's so correct. Tom Skerritt was a, just another friend of theirs that really wasn't big in the TV show. They didn't right. bring that character nope. over, I right. guess. They Tom Skerritt was Duke Forrest. Yeah. Yeah, we did. don't know him. Anyway, uh, thank you, sir. Chucker. Oh, that remember was the that black guy? Yeah. Spirit and that Chucker was our actual Jones. character. So don't, Chucker Jones. Don't add us. Yeah. And they saw him because he, uh, they football. talked about, yeah, played football in college for Nebraska or someplace. Or I forgot what this college was. Uh, Rebecca DeMornay is, uh, you know, she never did anything for, me. Did for I, me. She's 63 today. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, Tom uh, Cousins there. What's his name? Tom, uh, Tom Cruise. Cousins. Tom Cruise movie of. Oh, risky business. risky business, which I have never seen that either. You've never seen never it. Seen it it's business. worth seeing. You, you should see it. It's cute. It's, it's, it's funny. I've not seen Top Gun. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen most of the Mission Impossible. I've seen Losing It. Did you ever see Losing never It? Never saw that. It was right before Risky Business or right after. It's about him and Jackie Earl Haley being L.A. teenagers, and they steal a car, and they drive to Tijuana to go down to lose their virginity. And what's her face? Diana from Cheers. What actress oh, was yeah. her? Uh, Sally jo- Shield? No. Sally. 
No, no, no. It was actress. Yeah. But anyway, she goes down there with them. And there's a scene where there's a piano player in the bar in Tijuana, and he's singing the raunchiest songs. Do you really? want to bring your mama to the gangbang? It was just funnier than hell. But it was I'll a great damned. little movie. I, I, and by Shelley can't, Long. Shelley Long. Shelley Long. Yeah. Sh- losing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, William Friedkin, who directed The French Connection and The Exorcist, Exorcist. is 87. Betty Lynn, who was Thelma Lou, uh, died uh, several months ago. She would have been 96 today at the Andy Griffith Show. Uh, Neil Gorsuch, Supreme Court Justice, 55. Uh, and the baseball beat, Noah Syndergaard, is 30. Is, is he back yet? Uh, yeah, he's the uh, pitching for the Angels, unless they traded him. Oh, they him. traded him? Unless they traded him. Anyway, uh, I got a couple other uh, baseball things here of note, and then uh, a couple of musical things. Um, Hank Aaron. On this day in 1971, right before I got here to Atlanta in 72, Hank Aaron became the first National League player ever to hit at least 100 RBIs in all 11 seasons in a row. Yeah. First one of the National League. And in 1977, six years later to the day, Lou Brock stole base number 893. Wow, that's a lot of... Holy cow. I know. Uh, the record he beat was held for 49 years by... Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. You are correct, sir. All right, hold on. We got more. I'm going to talk. I'm going to use the word filibuster in a sentence. Oh, and wait a minute Beatles, here. But uh, that uh, Ty Cobb moment brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. Oh, you beat me to this. Yeah. If you have a Ty Cobb photo, you can send it to them, and they'll put it on your they'll T-shirt put it for right you. There, I need where you. They want. print shirts, hats, signs, and promotional items. They got laser engraving now, and you can order one, five hundred, a thousand, yep. doesn't matter. Uh, no minimum order, no setup fees, and uh, cap signs, tumblers, whatever fact, you want. I'm ordering. I'm going to be calling Eric. I, I'm uh, ordering uh, a couple things for Jennifer and something for my son-in-law, for Sarah's husband, to thank him for our golf outing we had the other day. And I'm going to do a phony picture we had and put it on a golf mug or something or a golf Aww. hat or whatever and uh, send it now to him. Now she spoiled their Christmas presents. Farm- told well, they, he doesn't do. listen. They won't listen. They don't listen to this. <laughs> Jennifer but, uh, might. But. They have Kimmer Show t-shirts, Holy Crab and Sports t-shirts, Shannon Burke t-shirts, whatever you need. Yeah. They've got it right there at yeah. farmhouseprintingco.com. Excellent. We can do two in a row if you want. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm a little cowbonga here. Uh, this was uh, in, in uh, 2005, Hurricane Katrina. Hit New Orleans, worst storm ever in American history to that point, mm-hmm. and still may be the worst one ever, if I'm not mistaken. I think it, that it was beat a, out Andrew. Katrina beat out Andrew, I believe. Yeah. And then what was the one that went up the San- East Coast? Sandy? That, yeah, that. Now, that was Sandy Hook. Uh, there was the school, the shooting. And then I forget what the name of the hurricane yeah, was remember. that hit but up th- there. It may well yeah. have still been. And I'm, that's what I was going through in my final divorce. I remember that. And got attacked uh, double. Well, uh, let's see, 1886, uh, in New York City, the chef to the Chinese ambassador in 1886 <laughs> was cooking for friends at the Chinese ambassador's Something place. Something Wong. <laughs> His name was Li Hung Chang, and he invented chop suey. What is chop suey? I love chop suey. Chop suey is beef and uh, cur- kind of half-circle curly noodles. And tomato chopped up, and cheese, and it's just kind of—it's no, like I'm goulash. Have to get Chinese on the way. I think it's—I think it's like goulash. I love goulash. I love goulash. I love goulash. I love goulash. And I think chop suey's uh, same basic thing. By the way, that hamburger helper potato stroganoff, which is goulash basically, they're screwing them with it again. They took it off for years, and they just had stroganoff. 
No, yeah. no, no. Potato stroganoff is their best one, and for some reason they they take it away every few years. Potato stroganoff with, with ground beef? You mean to, yeah. as a mix? You put you put your ground beef, but it's got little like scalloped potatoes in there with, huh. uh, and it's just oh God, it's just it's, I don't it's think I've ever had it. Food my mom used to make for me. I love. I, believe me, I, um, I could have ground beef and gravy and noodles every, every day. I mean, you know, potato. I got a potato. A potato, yeah, and, and you put gravy on it or butter. You know, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that, that, when Kentucky. Fried chicken came out with the bowl of mashed potatoes, oh, corn, and it. chicken and gravy. Yeah. Please, every day. Yeah, I might take the corn out, or but either way, I like corn. I'll eat corn. I mean, I'll, I'd have, rather have corn on the cob with a lot of butter on it and salt, and then but the gravy and chicken and, and fried chicken and gravy and potatoes. Oh my You're god! Probably one of those guys that has these little kernel corn I have holders the little that holders. pop in the side. Yes, I do. I have the you holder, your, so your I have my little fingers up so I can like a son of a bitch because I love corn on the cob. In fact, by God, I haven't had it. I know I can't, I haven't had it all summer because I since April because I couldn't eat. Yeah. But I may, in it's fact, good though. It's I've hot. only begun to start eating. With I really butter? can't eat yet, but yeah, and so a lot of salt, salt and butter, bang bang boom. Uh, oh, I gotta have salt on cor- your corn. Oh my God, how can you eat corn on the cob with no you salt? You dip it in butter. Uh, you don't need salt. Yes, you do. Flounder, do you eat corn on the cob? Yes, I put both salt and pepper and salt. butter on it. Oh, oh there you no. are. Pepper? But I put more pepper on it. Yeah, like a little seasoning. Yeah, you can put paprika, you can put anything you want. Onion, salt, you can put anything you want. You don't have nonsense. Oh, my God, man. Nonsense. No class, no soul. We can afford salt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1957, this is, think about this and bring it back to the old days. In the old days, in uh, 1957, the way it used to be, during a filibuster like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, the movie, on this day in 1957, Senator Strom Thurmond set the record for the longest filibuster in American congressional history, talking for 24 hours and 18 minutes without stopping. And the filibuster, uh, I think you get tinkle minutes. And I'm not even sure about that. Uh, but you, if you stop talking or yield the floor, it's over. How long can you stop talking? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I think you set your own rule. So what? What it was in 1950? It didn't say in the article. I don't know. But but he set the record: 24 hours and 18 minutes. And I believe you get a tinkle time every so often. Uh, but if you yield the floor, people say, uh, "Well, the senator yield for a question." And the key is no, because if you do, and they and they form it in a way that they can vote to have you removed as the filibusterer. Back in the, nowadays, they don't. They just say, "I'm going to filibuster you, bastards." Okay, never mind. We don't bring it up. They just have to say, "I'm going to filibuster." Oh, <laughs> they should make them stand up and talk for 24 hours. I'd I'd, I'd watch that. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> How funny would that be? Anyway, uh, 1957. The shit you'd be saying about eight hours in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be saying that. <laughs> would not be a good idea. No, no, um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, hold on a second. Um, I mentioned Ozzy Osbourne selling $18 million mansion. Uh, coming up here, the Beatles are making news. And also, a uh, comment from Flounder's guy about uh, the king. Uh, coming up here in a second. First, I want to remind you that if you're driving along right now and you see a car on the road that maybe it's a few years old and you thought, man, I've always wanted one of those, maybe you can get one yeah. of those with SwapMyWhip.com. What a great idea this is. Whip is a, rise, a colloquial phrase for a, a ride, a car. SwapMyWhip.com, W-H-I-P. 
If you're looking for a different ride, this might be exactly what you're looking for. Go to SwapMyWhip.com to find like-minded car owners who are saying, you know what, I've always wanted such and such, and I've always wanted one of those. Maybe there's one sitting there right there, and the guy's saying, I've always wanted one of yours, or you got three guys for it, whatever. You do your own thing, cutting out the dealership, no use car salesman, no middleman. You do exactly what you want. Look it up yourself. Take care of business right there. SwapMyWhip.com. It's not just cars, too. Boats. Jet skis, ATVs, you know, that kind of stuff. SwapMyWhip.com. And when you use the coupon code KIMMER, K-I-M-M-E-R, it's 180 days of free premium listings. Again, SwapMyWhip.com. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Yaki Daki. On this day in history, 1977, here's what Flounder, again, I, I look up history things and Flounder sends me one to his guy, which I think is from England. Uh, Flounder's guy wrote, quote, three people were arrested on this day in 1977 in Memphis after trying to steal Elvis's body. As a result of that incident, the king's huge bloated corpse was moved to Graceland. <laughs> He's always got to throw in a shot for a huge bloated corpse. I mean, come on, man. God. That's some respect. A little something. Uh, oh, by the way, in 1997, Netflix was actually founded, but it was just at the time a DVD rental service. Yeah. Netflix didn't start streaming for 10 more years in 2007. I remember a friend of mine at Borders was saying, you got to try this Netflix. It's the greatest thing ever. And I go, my God, you're right. But you'd have to wait two or three days in yeah. between. And you'd have to rush to make sure you mailed it out that day because then you'd have to wait two days instead of three or four. Yeah. And it was a big deal to get into the mail every DVD day. DVD rentals, yeah. yeah. Rental service, 1997 uh, on this And day. we thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And now you just turn a button and there it is. Well, remember, hell, when they first had, uh, the, what were the DVR rental places? Blockbusters. Blockbusters. I worked there, yeah. yeah and, and I thought, oh, my God, this is incredible. I don't have to worry about what's going to be at the movies. I can get any movie I want. I know. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, we're, it's the future. I can go get a movie and watch it at my leisure in my house. And you had always to... had the uh, the adult section in the back. Yo, well, was kind of on not here. <laughs> always had, like, a little... <laughs> well, hell, I, I, I used to work at a place <laughs> where we had to, to yeah, do yeah, that. People would I'll just kind of glance. Yeah, very uh, behind the green door. You got that? <laughs> <laughs> Knitted cherry for my banana split. I don't know. I got <laughs> Santa comes twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who loves you, Daddy? I don't even know what that means. Um, uh, on this day in 1965, 
The Beatles played the Hollywood Bowl, and combined with cuts from an earlier show there, they released a live album 12 years later. But in 1965, the Beatles played the Hollywood Bowl. The tickets cost $3. Then, one year to the day later, 1966, it all came to an end. The Beatles played their last concert before a paying audience. On this day, 1966, it was a sold-out crowd of 25,000 at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. But John and Paul knew what the crowd did not They knew this would be their last gig, so they brought cameras with them on stage, and between songs, they ran around taking all the pictures they wanted. Everybody's wondering, what in the heck are they doing taking all those pictures on their little Kodak brownie cameras or whatever they were? Uh, They did not play a single song from their latest album. It was all their old hits. The last paying gig. Now, they did do the impromptu gig that was very famous up on the roof of the Apple Building in 1969. But that was their last gig in 1967 okay. on this day. Uh, think about all the... I wonder if they ever counted how many they did. Because they used to do three shows a night yeah. in Hamburg. Yeah. And all the thousands of times they played together. And then they decided, this, this is it. This yeah. is the last time we're ever going to do this. And it was... Didn't they play like 800 concerts or something ridiculous? I mean, so, a huge number. I mean, for years, yeah. they did in Hamburg over yeah. and over and over. In the Cavern Club over and over and over again. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, uh, that was uh, uh, 69, the impromptu gig on the roof. Uh, but the Brits sure loved their Beatles. In 2006, the public voted for the best number one album of all time. If you take all the number one albums that have ever been certified, uh, it was done, I think it was the uh, 50th anniversary of the, uh, of the albums being ranked or something. And so they said, what are the best number one albums of all time? The Beatles had four in the top ten. They had the White Album was the number 10th best of all time, Abbey Road at 8, Revolver at 6, yeah. and the greatest number one album of all time, of anybody of all time, Sgt. Pepper. Some people now, revisionists, say that Revolver is actually better than uh, Sgt. Pepper. And if you look at the hits that are on there, if you like the individual hits, yeah. yeah. I don't really have, you know, I just, I, I, I love the Beatles because I, in 1964, I want to hold your hand, and everybody loved the Beatles, and our parents, oh my God, their hair's down to their collar, they need a haircut. I, mean, I, I have just, that, was, <laughs> so I have that single, I want to hold your hand, and I saw her standing there, I have that yeah, single. Yeah, 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 I mean, what a, what a consummate moment. But Revolver was the, the album to where their sound really changed. Yeah, it, they, 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 they really involved. became a lot more... Druggy, druggy studio influential. Well, they got into that yeah. sitar shit there at some point. What was too, the first one that they did solely, knowing that they were not going to have to go out and tour with it, so they could so play they could with really, all the crazy yeah. stuff? Was yeah. that around the same time that Pet Sounds came out? Pet Sounds was well, right before came out in '66 or '7, I believe. So that was before Sergeant Pepper, because that was what Sergeant influenced yeah. Sergeant Peppers. Uh, okay, here's some trippy thoughts. All right, sir. There is no proof whatsoever. Yeah. That the China virus, anyway, there is no proof that everyone sees the same colors. Well, how could you tell? I know. You can't. We have no, you know, they hue. tell us what dogs, we don't know what dogs yeah, the, are seeing. The hue of a, of a color. Hue. <laughs> H-U-E. Hue and cry. Uh, you cannot clean dust or dirt. You just move it somewhere else. Well, unless you soak it up in a wet towel, you can uh, well, move it yeah, into the garbage. Well, still, it's dirt somewhere. Yeah, but if you move you it into it in the garbage, garbage can, yeah, it's still dirt in the garbage. Yeah, you're right. 
Okay, remember when kid, and they did the Shaq commercial with the kids going, I'm not touching you, I'm not yeah, touching I mean, you. Mom, <laughs> mom. Some, something is always touching you. Air. The ground. Your clothes, clothes, hopefully, in here. Well, if you're naked, it would just be air or the ground. Or yeah, you're sitting, so yeah, you're something. Unless you're hovering in the air, something. In space, you. if you're naked in space, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, in the space station. The loudest way to open a bag of chips is to open them quietly. Every dog will tell you that. You've seen the where where there's knocking a door, the dog's sleeping, the doorbell rings, dog's sleeping, but you're in the next room and you do this, and they're like, boom, there they are. Right there on you. Uh, Why are they called hamburgers if they're made out of beef? Beef, uh, you're right. Why is a W a double V? It's not a U. The W is not a double U. Why does W W sounds like a word, not a letter? Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Okay. As a society... We just one day decided that vanilla was the opposite of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, they're not opposites. They're just different. <laughs> and well, what black is and white. Because black has all the colors. and I mean, uh, black has absorbed all the colors, and white reflects all the colors. So black and white is chocolate and vanilla. But that's what Well, I that's it. deep, man. Yeah. That's pretty that's, heavy, man. That's deep. <laughs> no, so I came right up with that, though, too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bad text theater time. <laughs> All right, let's see. We did the vampires. <laughs> we did the AA. Yeah, it's, this is a good one. I like that. Are you the waiter or are you the uh, lady uh, diner? Uh, I'll be the lady diner. All right. Don't <laughs> screw this up because you're, you're the main thing here. Okay? All right. Waiter, this soup is cold. It's gazpacho, ma'am. Very well, gazpacho. This soup is cold. <laughs> Fine, very clever. All right, boys. Um, final thoughts as we uh, off we go. It's Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday. There we go. All right, Urah, Superfy, God bless you. Thank you, thank you uh, for helping us and uh, sending us checks and all stuff. We love your uh, uh, support. There's still time this month. That's right. Thekimmershow.net. Uh, we can give you an address. PayPal. Uh, 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 Patreon.com/slash/Kimmershow. And again, we're trying to keep this going, and we really uh, do appreciate it. In the meantime, <laughs> hoorah, I gotta go, you're killing me. Look out, Semper Fi. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, 
let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 